The truth can be ugly. But as a taxpaying citizen, you have the right to know what is happening in your government. For your ticket to the undisclosed news, stories, and information ignored by big media, this is Backroom Access with your host, Jeff Kaysen. Jeff Kaysen. Hello, friends and patriots, and welcome to another episode of Backroom Access. I'm your host, Jeff Kaysen, and this week's episode is sponsored by Texas Scorecard. I want to invite you to visit texasscorecard.com, where you'll find great content on the political landscape here in Texas each and every week. Well, if you've been reading or watching the news in the past two years, it's probably obvious to most that our country has taken a turn, and it's not in the direction approved by most Americans. In recent news, there's been a surge of Chinese nationals invading our border. There was recently a Chinese spy balloon, which was allowed to fly across the entire country over our most sensitive military installations. And most recently, in the Texas Capitol, legislation has been passed in the Texas Senate disallowing the purchase of land in Texas by Chinese citizens. Well, this week, I visit with Robert Montoya, from Texas Scorecard. Robert is an investigative reporter, and together with his colleague, Kristen Stanchu, they have produced a four-part series which deep dives into Texas education and the corruption that is taking place. Now it's time to welcome our special guest to Backroom Access. Access. It is so great to have Robert Montoya from Texas Scorecard on here at Backroom Access for the very first time. Robert, welcome to Backroom Access. How are you doing? Better than I deserve, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, it's about time because uh, as I reflect back a a couple years, a few years, however long ago it was, you uh, you stopped by and interviewed me uh, as part of the campaign activity uh, when I was on the campaign trail before I got elected as a state rep. So I guess turnabout's fair play here. First of all, everyone knows from my introduction that you are an investigative reporter for Texas Scorecard. And um, something that you and your colleague, Kristen Stanchu, have worked on here recently and have just come out and published over the last week is an investigative series, which I've, I've read all four segments and they are amazing and frightening in, in some respects, but it's called corrupting Texas education. And that's what I wanted to talk with you about uh, during our visit here today uh, is, is about this investigative series, because there's a number of things in here that I'd like for the listeners to be informed about. But the, the main things I'd like to, to really reveal to them, if they haven't already read the segments at Texas Scorecard, is the connections that two very prominent names have and how they're tied to the Communist Chinese Party. And 
I won't steal the thunder. I'll let you reveal that. But could you talk to us a little bit about what's going on in Texas education today and what you guys found in this investigation? Sure, right. So in this investigative series that my colleague Chris Instantia and I worked on, what we discovered is public servants in education have given influence to radical left nonprofits that have connections to the Chinese Communist Party, as you mentioned earlier, as well as other statists. And we examined their work in and out of Texas. Now, the names of these nonprofits are specifically the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation. And both foundations have flowed money into national education and hundreds of millions combined in their K-12 and higher ed in the state of Texas. It's interesting to note that both Bill Gates and Michael Dell have a very similar background, and that happens to be in computers. It's concerning about the amount of money that we're talking here in, in your investigation. Can, can you talk a little bit about the influence uh, this money is having and, and what areas of our educational system here in Texas uh, that they're, they're having that influence in? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. And probably the best way to uh, describe like what kind of influence could they have or are having, it's important to look at two things. One, you know, there's an old saying, a man is known by the company he keeps. And the other is, where is an individual's values? And both uh, the Dell and Gates Foundations, as we looked, they keep very interesting company. Let's start first with the Gates Foundation. Now, as a lot of people know, in 2022, Texas Scorecard, we did an investigative series on the Chinese Communist Party's infiltration of Texas. Mm-hmm. And most times what we encountered was, you know, Chinese taxpayer monies being taken by the CCP and flowing into Texas institutions. Well, here we found something different. The Gates Foundation actually gave money to multiple China-located universities, one that the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, an organization that has been tracking and studying the threat of the CCP, they found that these universities were either high or very high risk because of their involvement with the Chinese military-industrial complex or their work in cyber warfare. Now, let's look at the Dell Foundation. Michael Dell, the co-founder, he's on the advisory board of a school at Tsinghua University, Why does that matter? Well, that's the alma mater of current Chinese President Xi Jinping. Mm -hmm. And this is also a university that's also been found to be very high risk. So already right there, considering how hostile the Chinese Communist Party is, their uh, terrible philosophy and indoctrination efforts, and how they are seeking to undermine the United States and Texas on the world stage, um, already this is very concerning, uh, that kind of relationship that's happening. Aren't there also ties in all of this this messy web uh, that make their way back to George Soros and his foundations as well? Yes, actually. In fact, um, we found that uh, the Dell Foundation is given to uh, George Soros-connected organizations like the Robin Hood Foundation and Hispanic uh, Federation. Um, the Gates Foundation itself has connections to multiple Democrat operations like uh, the Clinton Connecting New Venture Fund, the Global Strategy Group, which is a key Democrat consultant. And, you know, so already, you know, these are not pro-freedom, pro-American organizations. These are actually uh, based on, you know, these uh, these associations are very anti-American, actually. Robert, what I what I also saw in your reporting was that, that both of the foundations have similar troublesome ideologies, and that is they both support the 
as you guys put it, the DIE, a lot of people know it as diversity, equity, inclusion, but I like diversity, inclusion, and equity. And uh, uh, that's troublesome in and of itself. But why do you think organizations like the Texas Education Association and, and our universities, in fact, would open themselves up to these ideologies, and, and especially in light of knowing uh, however far back it was, I can't remember now, but Bill Gates and his, his uh, adventures with uh, Common Core in our education systems and what an abject failure that was. Why do you think that TEA would be so welcoming? Well, I can't speculate as to their intentions as or to why. What we do know is this, and you know this as a former state representative, every legislative session, the Texas education industry, like every education industry throughout this nation, they always come up and ask for more money. Mm-hmm. They're always asked for more and more and more money. Of course, we're never told what amount, what that number is, where if we hit that number of funding, then we can have, according to them, provide the best possible education for every student in this state and nation. Instead, they're always asking for more and more money. They're always seeking it. So from that aspect, since they're always hunting for money, it's easy to understand why perhaps they would be so willing to accept this, you know, these kinds of funds. Also, we know that from historically, um, a lot of our higher education institutions and increasingly um, the K through 12 education institutions, they've been very open and we found in 2020 that there's just mass acceptance and indoctrination of far left uh, Marxist political and cultural beliefs mm-hmm. being uh, indoctrinated to our children. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, I think we have the an- we could have the answer there. One, they're always hunting for money. Two, ideologically, I think they think themselves be uh, much aligned with such organizations. You know, I think when everybody thinks of the name Michael Dell or Bill Gates, uh, they don't necessarily think of it, you know, in negative terms, you know, Dell Computers, Microsoft. What What's troubling is, and, and you just made a very good point, um, it seems like every session, every year, they're asking for more and more. How much is enough? They keep throwing it against the wall until the clock runs out, and then they take whatever they get. But there's always strings attached with this money that they receive. And that's a real troublesome part of this whole series uh, that you guys have revealed so many things here. And um, these numbers are vast amounts of money. Where is all this money? It it seems like a a big money laundering operation, quite frankly. Uh, You know, Dell gives to to Gates and Gates gives to Dell and Soros gives to both of them. Uh, You know, it's it's like a big shell game. But where does all this money actually end up? and, And what does it end up being used for? Well, let's take a look at one aspect here. Um, a search the past 20 years revealed that more than $12 million from the Gates Foundation grants were received by the Texas education industry. Mm-hmm. And here's some of the things that we looked at they worked on together. Um, early in the Gates Foundation's history, they worked with the Texas Education Agency on something called the Texas High School Project. And this was an alliance between them and multiple other charitable organizations, including the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation. Well, what does this project actually do? Well, it seems to be a type of something the Gates Foundation had worked on earlier called the Smaller Schools Project. And all that was was them experimenting with breaking up larger schools into smaller ones, um, which, by the way, you should know that a report uh, analyzing that 
project, this is before TEA, the TEA project, a report analyzed that project in 2008 found that, uh, quote, these schools have not produced the hoped for significant improvements in, in achievement results for students to date, unquote. So already when this was tried elsewhere, it didn't work out too well. Well, the high school project also was worked on at Austin ISD. And we looked at a June 2010 report that said this, quote, our analysis of student outcomes found no statistically significant gains in achievement of AISD students compared to those of a matched comparison group at this time, unquote. So basically, less than several results, which, by the way, the Gates Foundation has a history of that in their education work. One of the things I, that kind of jumped out at me in your reports was uh, over in Louisiana, there were some discoveries made by parents regarding their children's social security numbers and the security of the data that a lot of these uh, software upgrades and, and system improvements that these these funds produce, uh, these kids are being vulnerable and, and their personal data is being vulnerable. Yeah, so, um, yeah, in April 2014, uh, it was while they reported the AIDS Foundation gave $100 million to a company called InBloom. Okay, why and why does that matter? Well, it was in order to revolutionize student data storage and organization. Now, as you pointed out, um, that project quickly ended up in hot water because in Louisiana, parents discovered that their children's social security numbers have been shared with the third-party company that was working on it. And it was also widely reported that this debacle was signed by parents in New York as one of the main reasons they demanded Governor Andrew Cuomo to refuse to work with the Gates Foundation. How does this matter now? Well, the Texas Education Agency has agreed to numerous contracts with various companies to upgrade software that stores or manages student data here. And the Gates Foundation has been providing funds for that. Uh, they, they were scheduled to provide funds in fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021. And the TA also applied for funds from the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation for a data systems upgrade. Mm -hmm. um, now, I cite this because of the record of the Gates Foundation when they worked on something like this with privacy concerns. I think this uh, should raise very much questions in Texas of uh, what what measures are being taken to protect our students' data, considering the poor history here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as our education data. Well, it, it's really uh, eye-opening, uh, the work that you and uh, Kristen have done in these, these reports. And what I also picked up on, and it jumped out because right now, one of the issues in the Texas House in education is school vouchers. And I wasn't aware of this at all, but Steve Jobs was a, an absolute advocate of school vouchers and parents having control of their children's destiny in our education system. That was really surprising to me. And um, there just seems to be a battle here in these ideologies. And, uh, you know, when I, when I see the amount of money and the, it seems like dozens of different groups and, and organizations and, and, you know, foundations, when there's so many of them and there's so much money changing hands, uh, and being moved around, passed back and forth, I personally become suspicious. And 
being in government, serving on city council, serving in the state legislature, whenever the government gives you something, there's always going to be strings attached. And um, the same with these guys. I can't help but think there's strings attached when they hand out these sums of money. Am I right? I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, as others have often said, you know, we vote with our dollars. With however we spend our money, we're voting to promote um, either a product we like or that or our values. And very rarely do I think you find, particularly in politics, do you find uh, people organizations uh, funding projects that will oppose their values. If anything, they'll make sure that their values are promoted with whatever they fund. Mm-hmm. And considering you know the dangerous ideologies that we know both the Gates Foundation and Dell Foundation hold, and also their concerned connections with the Chinese Communist Party, I think it's uh, well worth it for us to have sincere questions about how on earth did our public servants ever allow their involvement in our education apparatus? I mean, as Abraham Lincoln, I think it's a tribute to him, he said that the philosophy of classroom of one generation will be the philosophy of governing the next. Mm-hmm. And we're already dealing with, you know, the the bad aspects of diversity, inclusion, and equity in our education system and just how much rot that has brought about in our culture. Do we want more of this? Well, they're definitely uh, full steam ahead with progressive ideologies. And it just seems like Michael Dell and Bill Gates and their foundations are, are definite advocates of this and promoting it uh, actively. And thanks to people like you and Kristen and Texas Scorecard sounding the alarm, you know, people can become better informed about what really is happening and they can put all connect all the dots and and educate themselves and um they they need they need to know this information so it's it's a real credit and service to the listening and the reading public uh that you guys have have performed here and uh, i for one one am very very appreciative of this information because uh it it really is eye-opening uh to say the least and when you when you look at Everything that's been happening with our border invasion, our energy independence going away, our electrical grid, uh, you know, our food supply seems to be under attack. Our kids are being mutilated. Chinese are buying farmland everywhere. And, uh, you know, just just one thing after another. This this is just one more piece of that puzzle that uh, adds up to tell me, hey, we're we're under a full frontal attack from from all directions, and um, we've we've got to be informed uh, about all of this because if if we don't, uh, like you just quoted, you know our current education crowd, the kids, they'll be the future of our governing, and uh, is this what we really want? What we're seeing now. So anyway, any last any last comments. Um, the only thing I would say is, you know, probably people are asking, okay, so what do we do? And you mentioned Steve Jobs earlier. It was very fascinating as we looked into this investigation. It seemed to be kind of an extension of the wider war in Silicon Valley between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. You know, mm-hmm. they were very fierce opponents in technology. They had um, somewhat different uh, philosophies. And that also seemed to extend to education. Mm-hmm. Gates Foundation, through its actions, just looking at what it's done, it believes in funding and adjusting systems, whereas Steve Jobs advocated as the solution for education was to empower parents. Right. And that's what he said. You know, he believed in a America's switch to a full voucher system. 
And as you mentioned earlier, Texas legislature is discussing a limited school choice system right now. Right. So I think probably if Jobs were here, he would say, if you're upset about all of this, um, if you're upset about you know the education system as it is, we need to be empowering parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tried funding and adjusting systems long enough. It's time for uh, parents who we said were the actual customers of education to be empowered and to reassert themselves. Exactly. Well, my tagline in every episode is to be informed and your articles here as well as so many other good articles on texas scorecard do that very thing and then i say once you're informed you're empowered and once you're empowered you need to engage that's what everybody uh needs to do parents and and everyone alike so well robert hey it's it's been great visiting with you i want to encourage all of our listeners and readers likewise to visit texasscorecard.com and check out yours and Kristen's investigative uh, articles under Investigations State. And uh, they can see them here. They were they were released in the last week of April. And again, they're just excellent reading and extremely informative. Important information that everybody needs to uh, to know for sure. So anyway, thank you again for visiting with me here at Backroom Access. I want to invite you back soon. And... Um, Until then, we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Jeff. Take care. Bye-bye. Friends, I can't stress enough the importance for everyone listening to this episode to check out the series, Corrupting Texas Education, by Robert Montoya and Kristen Stanchu. Folks, the ties that the Gates and Dell Foundations have to the Soros crowd is bad enough, but it's truly hard to understand the connections to the communist Chinese until you realize our public servants in Texas education are the ones that have been seduced or approved of these relationships. The Texas Education Association is signing on to all of this. It's time for parents to control their children's educational futures. Well, thank you for stopping by this week. And remember, you can find me at backroomaccess.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart, or wherever you download your favorite content. Don't forget to be informed, be empowered, and be engaged. God bless you, and may God bless Texas. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Backroom Access. And remember, and remember, you deserve the truth about what is happening in your government. So stay informed and be empowered so you can engage in the process. For notes from today's show or to ask Jeff a question, please visit backroomaccess.com.